We are not talking about Baylor. We are not talking about Texas. I wouldn't want to talk about Baylor either, brother. We we have a lot of hot topics that T just graciously laid out for us. And I, I need to this look is so long, dude. Like yeah, it's like we, seven we're not gonna hit all long, this, man. I'm having to reach pretty far. I back. just put everything on the list, and we get to some of it. Some of this stuff is weeks old. I like so it. I'm glad that you do that. Don't. I just I love that you do that. Can we start a, with Colorado? Come on, talk to him. Let's. So uh, there's been some issues at Colorado. Uh, obviously, Dion, when he got there, said, you know, like, if you're not – basically, I'm, I'm paraphrasing. He said, if you're not good enough to play here or you're not ready to put in the work, then I'm bringing my own luggage. And his own luggage was his own players, basically. So he brought in some players from Jackson State. And it seems like everybody that was on Colorado's roster is leaving. I think he had 50-something guys in the portal at one point. Um, they had 18 players transfer on one day. 63 of their 83 scholarship players from 2022 have hit the portal. Um, 14 players transferred within two days of the spring game, and they have less than 20 scholarship players. Um, So things are going at Colorado. He's brought in a couple guys from the SEC, a couple SEC transfer guys, a couple guys from other places that are not Jackson State, but only a couple, only like four or five. Obviously, that does not account for the massive amount of players that Colorado has lost, and that's kind of where things stand in Colorado. Uh, where do you want to start? I think everybody <laughs> he overreacted. Up, he picked up Savelle so Smalls, the linebacker from Washington. That kid was like a five-star linebacker defensive end. Yep. That kid was good. Oh, they're going to have a they'll, – they'll probably have a pretty straight start in 22. I mean, it, it'll be decently competitive, but that depth is probably yeah, going to be nasty video, those first maybe. couple of years. Nobody needs depth see. anyway. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can Football's we say not physical a third or anything? SEC linebacker is better I than mean, anybody they had on the roster, though, right? Yeah, I would definitely take that chance. No, a hundred percent. And so, I mean, it's like they've got a, several of those guys that are probably any number of them would have been the best player on any recent Colorado roster. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, they've yeah. definitely elevated a couple positions here and there. But yeah, it's just they ain't gonna have a whole team to really compete well, with the best of the best. And this is just part of it, right? Like, this right. all happens. Like this is normal. Yep, I feel like. Yep. I think, ahead, I, think, I think Blah mentioned something about this. Like, it really just comes down to how patient both – I think there's two different things. I think how patient the fan base is willing to be – not the fan base, but the national fan base looking at Colorado football and how patient the administrators are, are willing to be because the administrators know that this is going to be a rebuilding thing. But like like Blah said, man, if, if he doesn't win – more than what three games? I guess they won last year. If he if he wins two games next year, it's going to get loud, and it's not going to be fair mm-hmm. that it's going to be loud for Something, a wide variety I, of reasons. I want I want us to compare how they do with Nebraska and how Matt Rule was talked about compared to how Dion talked about because they're about to have yeah. a carbon copy of the, each other seasons. It's going to be yeah, nasty. I like that. It's you know the really thing nasty. I thought about with Don't the they transfer play portal. Oh, I hope so. Oh. How yeah, they should? Can you tie in college football? They play TCU and somebody else. They play somebody from the Big Ten. I'll look it up. I hope it's you know what I think about though with the portal? I think there's a missed opportunity, and I think we Me always too. see a lot of people talking they about do. Dayton. I think there should be a Dayton transfer portal where you just kind of put your feelers out there. Oh, like Dayton. You know that you're opening up yourself, you know? Yeah. I thought you said Dayton. I was like, what's Yeah, I was like, what are we going to have so like much? a like a first four play in for the playoff? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> no, like a Dayton, like a, a hookup. Like, <laughs> well, come on. Or let on. coaches go into the transfer portal. Get it off we, can call it, we can call it Crumble. 
There you go. <laughs> Imagine if your coach went into the transfer portal. Just halfway through the year, he was like, hey, I'm kind of done with Matt this. I had Matt Rule as a coach. That he lived in the transfer portal, brother. Jim Harbaugh <laughs> would put his name in every other week. Gosh, it would be real nice if you it. could if you could kind of do that as like a fan base in administration. You could be like, all right, bro, you ain't cut out for this. I've Not that I'm speaking this. from recent experience, but you ain't cut out from this. So you, we probably need to level you down, relegate you. I've been saying this I mean, all when I think year. About String. Go to Ohio State. Try it for one year. Oh God, I just want like I mean I'd be still be miserable because that's how I'm built to be. But if we're talking about coaches in the transfer portal, it'd like, be the Tim first Brooks year they've was, won like eight games. Like, the first year it goes. Yeah, exactly. They're gonna get like Ohio State's gonna like go five and seven next year just because I'm there, and then they're gonna like run me out of town and like uh, I'm just like a harbinger. Of but, you know, like you want to talk about coaches in the no. transfer portal? He's in it. He's an assistant coach. Tim Brewster lives in the transfer portal. Man, he that does. Bounces from place to place. Yeah. He is like the po- and now he's at Colorado like it's it's like he's the I saw him tweet and I remember how much I used to lust over him after he left Texas the first time pause and I was like he's in Colorado right now yeah you should lust after some coaches brother he's a great recruiter well, I don't yeah, have too many of those to look back on, brother. You got to be patient with me. He's the <laughs> he's the only one that that like time has been kind to as far as like my lusting for him because otherwise it was guys like Trooper Taylor back in the day, hmm. um, like those dudes who who yeah with the towel and every dudes who used to be good like but um, Curtis Looper all of them coached at Auburn crazily enough but like, national yeah. championship coaches right there boy. Yep. <laughs> I hate Yo. saying this, but I used to lust over Combe, which is Coach Urban Meyer. Just to put that out there. <laughs> pause. You used to. You don't anymore. Used to. Used to. Used to. Still do, but you used to also. People think that uh, Urban is uh, angling for a potential Texas job because he was in the. Oh yeah, he's playing sixty oh, yeah. chess right now, man. Like and he's, he's setting y'all he's up. He'll win. Hey, he's no doubt. Y'all up. Ain't no doubt he sent he sent Sark a pick like Freddie Gibbs already. There ain't no doubt. <laughs> Urban Meyer said, man for man, roster against roster. It's hard to say Texas doesn't have the best roster in college football right now. Uh, Evan, I'm, I'm going to go to you for a comment first because I know that this uh, put fear in your heart. Uh, sure. Meyer, national championship winning coach says we have the best roster in football, brother. Yeah, and he's a good coach, like in NCAA. Also, like he lives in this weird world where everything is NCAA. Like you just you put the depth chart together and you simulate the. Season. Or Grand Theft Auto. That's more like. Or Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, no, he's yeah. remember that XFL game they played. Yeah. They had it was a uh, NFL Blitz two. NFL Blitz. That's, that's what he was playing down there. <laughs> Cracking bones. Yeah, brother, that's what he was doing. Obviously. <laughs> Because of the situation, people are like, well, Urban Meyer's just looking out for potential jobs in case things go south with Sark, obviously. Uh, but maybe he's right. We do have a very talented roster. And after the spring game, I said, oh, we're winning the natty. So me and Urban Meyer are on the same page, which is weird to say. But Y'all are right. the same level of evaluator. It's crazy. Uh-huh. We probably have a top 10 roster, just roster. Now, that doesn't mean we're going to do anything with it. But how can you say that after seeing, like, Georgia? Like, 
Literally, they have yeah, everything. It's in a race right. for second for the next like three. There's and a half Georgia years. and there's everybody else, man. Like it, they're. It's not even fair to compare. Like it's it's Georgia and everybody else. Who's playing quarterback for Georgia this year, brothers? Just just doesn't this matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It don't matter. I could play quarterback <laughs> for Georgia and we still win eleven games. I bet he's I think better I'm than disrespecting Stetson. Stetson the God. I think I'm disrespecting Stetson the God. That's but the thing is, no. But I want to. But the thing with that is, I mean credit to Stetson and whatnot for all that he accomplished and whatever, but like this, this upcoming <laughs> season is going to be like the most stacked Georgia team yet. Like, which yeah, is crazy. That's true. Like talent wise, like, like this is going to be like the first full, full cycle of like landing top two or three like classes in a row every team year. Team. Some programs are scared I feel of Georgia, like the, but I understand the fear that y'all have, but some programs, some are, programs I feel like the, have good I, reason to be. I feel yeah, like some, <laughs> some around here, <laughs> It's crazy. I feel like the phrase you're disrespecting. <laughs> I feel like the phrase you're disrespecting Stetson the God is actually a phrase that Stetson said to Fort Worth PD. Um, yeah. So that's a. Yeah. I feel like that's a that's pretty a, common Stetson phrase. That's a the transcript. Twenty twenty four is a big year. Uh, not only will we have Texas and Oregon to the SEC, obviously, we also have USC and UCLA going to the Big Ten, and that's also the first year of the twelve uh, team playoff. And we got some. Some details about the 12-team playoff in 2024. The first round will be on campus, and those those will be December 20th there'll be a game, and Saturday, December 21st, there'll be three games. And then uh, the quarterfinals will be at the Sugar, Fiesta, Peach, and Rose Bowls, and those will be on December 31st and January 1st. And then the semifinals are going to be the Orange and the Cotton Bowl. And I imagine the bowls are going to keep on switching who yeah, they'll rotate. hosts what game. But uh, Orange and Cotton Bowl are going to be January 9th and 10th. And then the title game is going to be – the first one is going to be in Atlanta. This is the first one after the 12-team playoff. It'll be in Atlanta, and that's going to be on January 20th. So we got kind of a layout of what this is going to look like. And my, I'm very excited about the first-round games being on, on campus. That's just going to be fire, bro. That's going to be an atmosphere we've never seen anything like before. I cannot fucking wait. And Texas is going to be in the playoff. So let's get there. That's the point I was going to make up is it's so cool that those games are actually going to be at college stadiums. But, God, that's such a disadvantage. Like, I feel like out of any sport. that's no, a massive disadvantage. College football disadvantage. is insane yeah. playing away. So if you get, like, an actual legit environment, you are screwed. Oh, yeah. It's, it's going to be crazy. Is it windy out there? It is Brother, cool, though, because hey. you're going to have – we'll find out a lot, you know, with that, that, like, 512. I mean, that's a pretty decent spread most years, so – like there's a noticeable fall off, like after a certain level of team. So it'll it'll be interesting. Um, and I, I used also to have to take that we wouldn't get upsets either, but I really do think there's going to no, be upsets. I think that's partly why they're wanting to do this because it'll create more opportunity. Well, I don't know. You would think logic would say you it would lean into less upsets I'm because of the home field. If we make our first playoff, hopefully we make a playoff this year. But if we make our first playoff in 2024. And have to go to someone. You got to go on the road. There, yeah, I would be furious, bro. I would be so mad. Well, you can't get upset if you're you if you're lead, if you're on the road. Buddy. You're the lower seed. <laughs> that's true, but still, if we lose to some swaggerless team, that's a high. Yeah, seed. it would suck, right? But, like, or you have like to go Wisconsin. play in like Ohio State or Michigan, where it's freaking cold or oh, and windy. The first team to get upset in one of those, the first, it's gonna like, be sick. The first like twelve one or something is gonna be so nasty. The. Uh, what was I going to go to next? Uh, so can we talk about the draft a little bit? Because I have a lot of questions about how the NFL draft. Before went. that, um, regarding the playoff, ahead. I'm glad that the first four get a bye. 
in the first round because we won't have to see any campus games with Ohio State and Georgia and Bama and those kind of teams. Mm -hmm. So they can just go hang out and like get through that next round, and then we ain't got to deal with that bullshit. Yeah, we can. That's see a the cool USC's opportunity for those world. like mid teams. It, it is. The so I have to we have to talk about Iowa bros. First of all, I should leave with a new story, then we'll talk about the draft. <laughs> so there are a bunch of athletes at the University of Iowa and Iowa State that are being investigated for gambling. There's well, like a, a big pro going on at both of those universities because apparently they've caught student athletes across multiple sports gambling. What are the what are the likelihood that half of those people on at, at Iowa that were gambling are on the Iowa offense? Because that that would explain a lot going on at Iowa Bros. Dude, what if it's if they their were betting the under... coordinator? What if it's the idiot son? What if he's the ringleader of it? <laughs> for sure, he already Parents. knows how many points per game he needs next season. This is set yep. up perfectly for him. It is. It's actually perfect because he could like we're we not going to score a point above that, and then we can point shape the rest of those points. But I don't know that they have the capacity to score even the what is it seventeen. And then that can, he's then he can hedge. He can hedge his bonus on on the line of scoring the points, and then he could he could double up. He could make crazy. a lot of money. Yeah, that's like a half a meal extra right there. Someone tell me. Can y'all tell me how many people y'all think got drafted from the University of Iowa in the most recent NFL draft? Tons. It was cool. a lot. Right? Five or six, seven or eight. They always put guys in there, no matter what they, they do. do. They need to be investigated, bros. Uh, <laughs> they, I, are. I, 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 they are. Literally. They are. Literally. bro. <laughs> Mission accomplished. They had – I think they had two – obviously, they always have guys from the defense. The defense is really good, so, like, it makes sense that there are pros on that defense. But I think they had two pros on the offense, and they, they're the worst offense in the nation. You, like, not they always have linemen, the, though. The, Wasn't always there linemen and a tight end, end, though? Yeah. Lyman Lyman every that's year, that's what Iowa does. Like they cook, they cook Lyman at tight end, just pump them out of and there. And every player that gets drafted from there looks the same. It's the, the craziest, same. the craziest part is they got that damn. <laughs> they got a white cornerback drafted. Now that's what's uh, crazy. They did. Why would it be? Evan, I can comment on it, but it was surprising to me. I'm hearing lots of schools are having white cornerbacks, and they're really good. So be on the lookout. <laughs> All right, I, I, I've had my ear. I'll grab. tell you what, as an Auburn fan, if I ever see a fucking white cornerback out there, <laughs> y'all put me up on misery. Yeah, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, a lot of people are saying there's a new white. Yeah, cornerback. Ain't no white boy covering a Devontae Danny Smith or de George Casa, Pickens. Dion gonna have to play random white kids from the University of Colorado that are just like on yeah. campus getting me and Evan are gonna be backup secondary out there. They have been calling. I will be honest with y'all. They have been Dion. Please stop calling. AM had a pretty AM had a about 10, 12 years ago, AM had a decent white quarterback. His name also was Jordan Peterson, who's also a very right wing commentator, which is an unfortunate situation. But uh Oh no. Yeah. I would love out, a white cornerback just for the tweets that I could get off. Oh, amazing tweets for sure. Yeah, you mean tweets of anger of him getting burnt down the sideline by everybody. Well, also that, that but if he cooked, I could be like, look at my son out there. I'm proud of my boy. And cover <laughs> cover the receivers like white hey. on rice. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> you got to turn on him like you did on Dylan Haynes, man. Please Fuck don't Dylan say that Haynes. name on this podcast, please. <laughs> uh, Pablo, I got a question for you. Yeah, what's Does up? Does Bama have the best QB room in the nation? Let me tell you who their quarterbacks are. Oh, you oh might know brother. This, I'm going to tell you. Yeah. First, they got Jalen Mil Milrow, who we saw some of last year, who was the number 12 quarterback in 21. They got Tyler Buckner, who was the number 14 quarterback in 21. 
Ty Simpson, who is the number two quarterback in 22. Eli Holstein, who was the number seven quarterback in 23. And Dylan Lonergan? Lonergan? Lonergan, quarterback in 23. Exactly. Is that the best quarterback room in the nation? Uh, absolutely the hell not. <laughs> like, I could not believe that tweet, dude, when they posted that. Like, what are we doing here? Like, I mean, we we joke about teams and whatnot, you know, having mid-offs, but, like, that is a extremely mid-off quarterback room for the height that it was getting merely because of the uniform they're wearing. That's so nasty. Who tweeted like, that? Like, was that big game boomer? No, it wasn't. It was, it was like a like a media person, like a yeah. It was a media person, like a really writer. No, I think it, it was, was the little man that does kid. edits. Yeah, the it little was just kid. The edits man. Oh, it was. It, it was edit guy. It was. Uh, yeah, he works for all three or twenty four seven or something. Yeah, this he is actually a sponsored episode. Just making edits. He got a job doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Tipton Tipton edits that does all the basketball and some football ones. He he works for on three now. You know how many views those things three, get? Like, those posts get so many there? views. Well, plus, it, like, they if do you're the same a, thing. They literally use the same template. But if you're a recruiting look, site, why wouldn't you want to get the edit guy to be on exactly, your side? Exactly, because you're, like, you're the one breaking the it. The players are reaching out to him. Like, so he's, like, it's a new market. Over. Yeah. Yep. He's the bitches. You know what they should do? We should be able to bet on where recruits are going to go. Oh, you can. I'm sure. Man, you would go so broke. I got some hot leads for you. If y'all got extra money, don't pay your mortgage. <laughs> I don't know to any recent recruits right this now. This kid's going mean, to Texas. We should have done it for Bronny. That would have been so funny. Tyler Murray is absolutely going to Texas. Oh, please do not oh, bring man. that up. That was the worst moment of my life. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> when he tweeted that jersey out. I really that thought we nasty, were getting to everybody. He is so though. sick, little short fuck. <laughs> <laughs> little short fuck. <laughs> Friend of the pod. He was like a corgi. Sweet. Sean. I got it right. You did. You got it right that time, man. You want to try the last name? It was perfect. Practice. No, I'm not not practicing the last part. Uh, But but I I practiced for like 20 minutes. I don't know. Let the one Indian dude try to introduce the guy. That was crazy. I I said to you, Joe. I tried, bro. I tried to introduce him. Anyway, he was on the pod a couple episodes ago. He put an article today about dark horses because obviously TCU was a huge dark horse. Nobody expected them to do anything last year. They ended up going all the way to the natty. Uh, so Barely. he picked a dark horse from every <laughs> conference. Um, his dark horse from the SEC, the Auburn Tigers. Pablo, uh, are you on dark horse to make a playoff run? So – so you have to you have to frame that very importantly on the front end. Like let's people hear that and then they don't take into consideration what the definition of dark horse means. <laughs> it's like you're not expected to do that thing, but like of those teams that are not expected to do so, then I mean, yeah, I guess that would technically fit that criteria. Especially I with how they like rejuvenated like, a lot black. of that. Yeah, as soon as they saw him transfer, it's like the ceiling is now higher. <laughs> But they it is insane what they've done with like the offensive line. Like literally the whole entire offensive line is completely new. They've signed more offensive linemen in this single offseason, which is nine, which is probably going to be all five starters. And the last three years combined, they only signed eight. <laughs> Wait. So, 
Brian Harson needs to be, be investigated too. Trash daughters are going to be transfers that came in or freshmen that came in through this through these no, classes. No freshmen, all, all transfers. Wow. Okay. That's the that's the expected thing. And then now you got the Peyton Thorne, the quarterback from Michigan State, that comes in and like that that raises the ceiling too. So, so you got the edge rusher from App State, who's like one of the best production edge rushers that cooked Aggie. Like you you've got some nice that. pieces in the portal. It's too soon. But like so so what's the difference between what's the difference between Auburn doing that and what Dion is doing? Is it that Auburn the overall baseline Auburn didn't lose it's the ba- guys. Yeah, is, it's is the baseline the, talent. Lost. Okay, okay, yeah. got it. So they had I mean we're already on, even when we're bad. What String is saying. I think we need more criticism. Yeah, let's bring it back. No, I Talk think we should it. bring it back. Absolutely. Right, let's right. do it. The thing the difference is Colorado has been absolute dog shit even not playing against good teams. Auburn has just kind of cycled through and been on the downswing while playing good teams. But you we still recruiting schedule. and have like now a decent talent level. And stuff, brother. Listen, Hugh Freeze is a good Close. godly man. And if you Hugh have any Mercer. concerns Close. about Hugh Freeze, you can go ahead and email compliance at auburn.edu. And he'll absolutely right. text you back. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> if I put the over-under Colorado wins at 1.5, are y'all taking the over or the under? I'll give you over. the schedule. Really over. Taking over. Over. At, okay. Uh, I thought so, too. But, uh, okay. I'm over. not so sure. At, at, me neither. At TCU, at Nebraska, uh, versus Colorado State, which is a home game. Uh, at Oregon, home for USC. Arizona State, home for Stanford. UCLA home for Oregon State. That's definitely Oregon State's uh, definitely going to be great. Uh, home for Arizona, Stanford, and Colorado State. State. At Utah, yeah. I don't see any wins. Zero. I see zero wins. See zero Stanford wins. Colorado State. Yeah, I think I think there's two in there at least. They might be Colorado out. State. And Stanford is Stanford. very unsafe. They'll have they'll have enough impact guys to win two of those games. I'm Stanford not so like sure. worse than where Colorado is right now. Yes, yes. <laughs> absolutely. They, they had a ton not, of guys not based leave on last year's records. <laughs> I'm not, but yeah, they had everybody yeah, leave. We got that a fun serious up. program. They stink, but you know they show up to work. Yeah, at tech companies. <laughs> <laughs> After <laughs> tech companies. <laughs> God damn it, Pablo! At Stanford, their internships are actually football. It's like backwards, right? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Kirby Smart, for the second year in a row, declined to go to the White House after winning the national championship. Bly, you got any thoughts on this? He is running the program the right way, I think. Um, Obviously, he sees who's in office, and he doesn't want his guys around that type of agenda, and I completely understand it, and that's why he's won two titles. So I don't know if Sark is paying attention, and if he needs to um, tune in to Tucker Carlson and run some reruns or whatever, but um, we need to make the program great again. This is nasty. This is nasty, nasty content. Uh, I mean, I he, he, he definitely – he was definitely there January 6, 2021, so there's no sense yeah. in him going Been back there, two years in a row that. after you, right? Well, you know, it's crazy. For sure. It's yeah. crazy that this is going to, like, not even, like, really be a story because it's not. Now, imagine – Imagine wanting to share this news with the world and instead letting your star player just talk about <laughs> it for a week and not say nothing. Yeah. <laughs> No, we're not going to go. That's a better way for handling it. 
I bet Kirby is using this as like another motivator. He's like, you see oh, yeah. what they're saying about Kirby us? They're saying the White House don't believe in us. House. Kirby wants to be a senator. That's what's going <laughs> the on. The White House don't believe in us. They want to increase your taxes on your NIL money. They could have sent you the invite in January, but they sent it to you in May. It's because they don't like you. They think you're trash. <laughs> Can we talk about the Bama Athletic Department for a second and how it's the worst athletic department in the country? Um, I've been waiting, baby. <laughs> talk about it. We, I we know about the, the scandals that were happening. We knew about the basketball thing where Which their players it? killed someone or, or, or handed somebody the gun to kill someone or whatever. There's also been a scandal with the baseball coach who was gambling on baseball and he got caught, uh, which is not a great look. What's going on, in Alabama, bros? Somebody Bro. needs to go rescue Saban. Like at what? I mean, honestly, like at what point as an athletic department? Because I know you hear these terms all the time when the NCAA comes down on you, and it's like you know lack of institutional control and failure to monitor. And it's like I've read the definitions. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, brothers, we hit the marks. <laughs> I mean, we. Failure it's to monitor at minimum for that athletic department. It's insane. It like I, I, it, I don't think I don't think they're quite meeting the criteria for lack of institutional control, from what I've read as an expert now. But they definitely are meeting the failure to monitor marks. Like we got to do something about this about this athletic department. I think we're gonna get a RICO case, and Saban is really. They do the need big to get fish. a RICO case going. He's they got young, young thug, thug out here going crazy. You need the YSL lawyers representing Saban. <laughs> I don't feel like we're too far removed from like. Greg Byrne being considered a really, really good AD, and like all of a sudden, man, like you crazy. want to know what's real nasty though? I want you to got gotcha, your listener go Google Greg Byrne Arizona and tell me if it's uh, not even nastier now that you're hearing all this stuff that's going on at Alabama. Jesus Christ, man! Happens How did everywhere. You even get bros? the Alabama AD job after all that stuff. I mean, there's a lot oh, of people that thought he wasn't going to get it. Than you would think, but. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's they give those jobs to anybody. They, they give them to anybody. Don't think they anybody. Don't think they want it real bad. Anybody. <laughs> you just got to want amazing. it real bad. <laughs> that is uh, amazing. The commissioner of the American Athletic Conference says that he doesn't like that we use the term P5, Power 5 for the Power 5 conferences. Somebody's mic is going brazy. That's Blah again. He's over there doing something. The AAC hmm. commissioner said, how often do we hear the NCAA members extolling the value? When he said extolling, I knew he was about to say some bullshit, by the way. <laughs> extolling the value of inclusion and importance of student-athlete well-being, yet the current system and the media narrative exclude, devalue, and diminish the very real achievements of over half of FBS football. That's the quote. Um, hey, it sounds it smells real broken here. Uh, nobody broke. cares about the AAC, yeah, brother. I'm broke. sorry. It's broke. Smell That's stinky, bro. Nobody forced you to go work there, dude. No one. <laughs> go get a go get a different job. Look how easy it is to be the, become the the athletic director of Alabama. Why didn't you apply for that job, brother? You could have been yeah, uh, right. Just for the job you, you want, brother. That's <laughs> <laughs> for the job you want. <laughs> What's he saying? Like that's crazy. Like what do you want us to say? Tulane, great work. Come on. And you want to know what's crazy about this, which I I heard today from one of my friends that I wasn't aware of, but the guy that says that, that's now the commissioner, he's the one that like got the SEC uh, deal with CBS and like how, you know, that made that, that big national spectacle that it's become. So like, how crazy, how crazy, right? (laughs) It's exactly, it's exactly the damn skit. Like, I mean, it's unbelievable. That's the guy that is saying these things like, come on, bro. 
Well, and you know what's so funny? This is more data points that all of this hullabaloo of teams going different places is just strengthening the Big 12's position because, like, he just lost all his best teams to the yeah. fucking Big 12. Yeah. Who was supposed yeah. to be left for dead. We're the second best conference now. People keep saying it's Ohio, it's big, the Big 10, but it's not. It's not the Big 10. They stink. It's <laughs> or not the Pac-12. Yeah. They're about to play on the CW. Yeah. It's the SEC and it's the Big 12, and I'm early on it. And I'm early on it. Hmm. Didn't didn't Alabama just have another basketball player arrested like in the offseason? Didn't that just happen? Like Yeah, it just happened like two weeks they ago. His scholarship, what, though. The, what the fuck is going on over there, man? What is yeah, it was, uh, what is he doing with that program? Nate Oates, what's going on over no, there? No, what's crazy about the framing of that? Like if you read you know, he finally got some PR help, thankfully. Nate Nate, shut the fuck up for a minute <laughs> and let somebody craft a statement that just was posted to the internet rather than talking for a second. But it was the transfer from Wichita State. He's actually from Alabama, or he, he played in Alabama high school. But he um, transferring from Wichita State. Bro is already in Tuscaloosa, gets arrested in Tuscaloosa as a transfer. And, like, the statement is, like, we're no longer recruiting this kid and, like, blah, blah, blah. And then everybody is, like, all the fans online are, like, he wasn't even a student. He wasn't even enrolled. On. It's, like, what the fuck you think he was doing in Tuscaloosa, bros? Like, what, I mean, like, we're not skating around this. Like, who is he hanging around? Who is he, you know, like, why is he even in Tuscaloosa? You already know. Don't get, you can't skate out of that one. What if Y'all lost all benefit of the doubt. Talk about, what if they do was it, Tony window? Mitchell or whoever that was? Yeah, that it was Tony Mitchell. Yeah, talk about Tony that? Mitchell. No, that happened yeah, since yeah. last time too. Hey, he was absolutely snitching, and I condone snitching. If there's one thing I condone is, I'm not oh, going yeah. to jail for anybody. If my mama does a crime, yeah. I'm going to call one eight hundred Crime Stoppers or whatever, bro. Catch I me snot sobbing for sure. You want me to go to jail? To I mean, like he just had an epiphany that? in that for moment. You? He was like, you know huh. what? These people I'm surrounding myself with are bad people. I need to. I need to get them to <laughs> repent. Let me tell on them right now. I was driving 110 miles an hour. I'm going to lie, I added 30 more miles to it. But he was doing 140. <laughs> it's our Fast and Furious moment. <laughs> On a regular road. This wasn't In even space. a highway. Crazy. <laughs> Speaking of people that put out PR statements as opposed to having a conversation in person, uh, Bob Huggins was in the news this week. Oh, uh, man. West Virginia Brother, basketball. For what? what? I didn't hear uh, Well, I'm, Well, he said uh, some gay slurs. Don't say some, it. Multiple gay slurs. Now I'm not going to say on a radio broadcast and he knew he was on the radio they called him the people were like we're from the such and such radio show we wanted to talk to you about such and such and he basically dropped a couple f-bombs got comfy uh, you could, you could hear his ears perk up when he got that first laugh too he was like yeah. all right if you like here that we one, go yeah wait till you here see we my go next trick. <laughs> He said those the the host were like told you he's the best. He's the absolute. Best. Yeah, I ain't I the best. I was kind of like, bro, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I did not hear what he said. There was there was a crazy because the dude that spoke first after it, you can tell he just tried to kind of save it and blow it off. But th- there was like a if you listen back, there's about a two second silence where they know that it's fucked up. Like they know, <laughs> like they don't know how to respond, and then Buddy has to think about it, have a conscious pause, and then be like, oh, well, I ain't just the best. <laughs> Well, he's been trying to get out of there for years. Right, right. He's, I mean, like actively, right? Like he doesn't That's care. That's not like the this is best probably way to try and get out of it. In his mind. Like, that's, hey, well, if you're leaving, issue, if that's a legacy you want to leave, it would be. I mean, he did I mean, issue a, want, a heartfelt apology in six point font. It was a that was a great. It was a great statement. A, a great crafted statement, no doubt. He's a man who knows his base. 
I'm playing. That was really good. Can I say really quick? And it is West Virginia, uh, so we don't know which one's going to happen, but we'll let you know when we get the news. Go for it. <laughs> but y'all know in these situations, I'm always surprised how nobody instantly like tries to condone it. Like, if I hear that, I'm like, if I know I'm on the radio, now nah, hold on, let's, let's run that back. I'm going to condone it no matter right? what. Because there's but, a little bit of delay, delay, right? Yeah, but yeah. if you're on the radio and you're in person and you're like, oh, whoa, whoa, you can't say that. Nobody ever does that. Like the guy that said yeah. what he said about the Negro leagues. Like, buddy, beside him just yeah. sat I'm like, bro. <laughs> he just shook his head. Yeah. Yeah. My, dude, my dude next to him is just like, yup, that's correct. You know what? Like, that's where we were. We were there. We did. He's like, darn tootin', that's where we went. Like, like <laughs> That is exactly the place we were there, guys. Wild. Absolutely wild. <laughs> Ronnie's also going to USC. Ronnie, uh, that this has been the worst kept secret in America. Oh yeah, for I sure. Knew Ronnie was going. To, people knew Ronnie was going to USC. He's going to USC. Yeah, he's going to stay home and close to dad, and he's going to play on the CW. So congratulations, Ronnie, on playing on the CW. We'll, we'll be sure to tune in uh, after uh, Smallville reruns go off. We'll, we'll make sure to check you out. Blah, we're going. Right, we're for, going to that game. Kyle they play. They play in Auburn in December, so we're going. I hope LeBron is there because I'm gonna get kicked out. I have a, a extreme hate. <laughs> there's a LeBron. lot of people. There's a lot of people that are saying that they're like, "Oh, LeBron's gonna be in Auburn Arena." It's like, bro, it's in December. Like he's gonna be playing basketball himself. Like he's not gonna be yeah. there either. Most likely, he can't even fly in to Auburn. Like, does Auburn have an airport? Now have some have some shame. Yes, they have a, a private airport. Oh, probably. Oh, he okay. said private. Yeah. <laughs> You have some shame, Pablo. LeBron is going to be landing on the interstate. Of all people, who you think's flying into a private airport? <laughs> <laughs> all the rich people could come right into Auburn real easy. <laughs> There's a desire for the Big 12, some Big 12 teams to play football and basketball games in Mexico, trying to expand the market. Why not? Apparently, Houston's going to play some of their basketball games this season in Mexico. Conventionally include other sports such as football, baseball, soccer. So there's the uh, Big Twelve trying to expand down to Mexico. Does and Greg ever right know now, about there are this? No Baylor fans in Mexico. Yeah, there are no Baylor fans in Mexico. So no, they're not. They're not there. Yeah, I don't know. Like, are they like interconference games? Is it like I don't I don't know what the deal is there. I would imagine it's not a conference game. Don't yeah, I think it's a non-conference game that they're playing just like a neutral site in Mexico. I think some people are going to make some awful jokes. Oh, for sure. I'm opting out of those proactively. Now I'll make a couple. Oh, yeah, I might <laughs> dig in one or two. Yeah, we'll get in there. Cook that Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out crazy. Bobby Beans. Uh, y'all heard me say I was officially opting out. You see what you were talking about earlier? See, but there's the thing. That's Nobody's right. going to know the context of that, so it's going to sound super wrong. nasty. Pablo is wrong. Not getting me, brother. <laughs> He did it. He did it. Speaking of Big 12 hoops, LJ Cryer transferred from Baylor to Houston. So now he's going to play against Baylor this season. And I hope he drops 37 on Baylor. Yeah. That would be amazing. Good I luck. Bad. I hope he picks up some fucking on-ball defense on his way here. <laughs> Damn, Evan. How do you really yeah. feel? Look, look, brother. Lord, Evan. That guy that helped all win I a do, championship sucks. All I, do, all I do is observe and report, brother. We had a stinky defense for a reason. We can all agree. We were That's like that quarterback that Texas lost to Purdue. I can't even remember his name. Sorry, ass. <laughs> no, he was fine. Like he was great for he what was we needed. Rogers, we won. Yep. And I think he's going to continue being great. But you know, like 
we had a bad defense this year. What do you want me to say? <laughs> Evan, I'm, I'm glad you bring up this point. We should not. Houston has a really good team nice. defense too, though. We shouldn't be yeah. nice to kids to transfer. We no, absolutely be. not. Well, I think we can be honest. Yeah, we'll like nice if you were five foot five and went to Oklahoma randomly. Why? One thirty soaking wet. I'm I'm torn about that because y'all everybody is very very aware of the transfer portal issues that Texas A&M had, and one of the people that transferred was a wide receiver named Chris Marshall, who was a little bit of a he was a little bit of a head case in the A&M locker right. room. A, a bit more than that. that, we got. Yeah. We got a lot of shit about the fact that he left because he was leaving and Lane Kiffin got up there and talked to shit saying, oh, we got to train this kid that he's got to hand the ball immediately over to the ref. None of this letting the clock yep. wind down to five seconds before. And then what happens to Chris Marshall? He is a head case at Ole Miss in like two weeks, like not even on campus for three months through one spring and he's already booted off the camp, booted off the team, man. So, wait, wait, wait. He got kicked I, off the team already? Yeah, they kicked him off. Kicked off the, he, they kicked him off. He, he did something nasty. Do? He was racing Tony Marshall. (laughs) Tony Mitchell. (laughs) He was hanging out with Jaquan Walton, the Bama guy. (laughs) It was just a. It was just. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's hanging out with Chris Beard. Shit. Be careful hanging around Chris Beard. Just a little press release. They just let go, and then all of a sudden, that's it, man. Damn, I didn't even know that. That he just got there. But no, it is like to your point, String. It is crazy because like. If you're the team that a guy leaves from, you get cooked from everybody else. Like it's just how it goes. And then they go and you're like We've gotten See? <laughs> See? And there's no vindication and no apology that comes after that when when it's already said and done. So it's just it is what I it feel is. like we should make kids stay at their school for one year. What? Well, and the kid like didn't leave of, of his own volition. They kicked the kid out. <laughs> like gone. you have to stay at least two years. You can't transfer. <laughs> you got to go to the. Year. You got to go to the local correctional facility for one year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is he supposed to do? What's he supposed dig, to do? You got to dig five no, by five I'm just holes saying, just like, for a year to build character. I feel like a general transfer. You have to stay at least to your second year. It would be swag if Kiffin came out and said, "We're no longer." I mean, they. It essentially already is like that, right? I mean, a kid never transfers before they get to campus. No, but you. you, Well, I don't know, Mister Holland. But um, I've seen quite a few of those, brother. They do have a story to make fun of Arkansas basketball. Arkansas reached out to eighty-four, at least eighty-four people. It's it's been it's over a hundred now. I saw but it. They got they got Holland from Texas. They got him. So I feel like I couldn't throw the shade I wanted to throw. But Formally? was calling everybody on the list. Yeah, he, he Pablo is so he, concerned. He, I am too. He committed to he committed to Arkansas. I can't remember. I remember seeing y'all the thing, but it was like I can't remember if it was the actual commitment or if it was the like the crystal ball thing that I sent. Oh, maybe it's just a crystal ball. But that, I think it was a crystal where, ball. I think it was just a crystal ball. Oh. Hopefully that doesn't – I mean, I don't care if he goes to Archie. Bro, also, anyway, listener, so. we talk about big box stores and wanting to boycott Amazon. Go shop at Amazon. Stop shopping at Walmart. All it's doing is funding Arkansas NIL, particularly their yeah, basketball, football, and baseball up. programs. Go to Publix. Go to Kroger. Go to Amazon. Y'all go everywhere Kroger else but Walmart. Hey, I'll take so. one over two. So go to Kroger. I know that they got Meyer up in Michigan a lot. Don't don't shop at Walmart. Go to Meyer. Go go to all your local grocery stores. Trader Joe's if you got them. Like this, we got to stop Walmart. This is crazy. In the in five years at A and M, Jimbo Fisher has had two players selected in the first or second round. 
Uh, during Kevin Sumler's, Sumler's last five years, uh, he produced six fish runners in two seasons. I'm going to address this, then I'm going to call it a night because I'm hitting the wall. That's a bullshit. <laughs> so here's the thing. I'm not – what? What? It says huh? it on recording. my end. It says recording. It says recording. Yeah. Oh, mine too. The hell out of me okay. I ain't doing this again. Hey, so I am not here to defend Jimbo Fisher because that man has caused me more grief. I can't decide who's causing more grief, Kevin Sumlin or Jimbo Fisher. I'm going to have to reflect on that. But let's be real, man. Like, like Kevin Sumlin, who were the six draft picks he had? He had three offensive tackles that were all recruited by Mike Sherman. There yeah. was Miles Garrett, who was built by God. And then there was Johnny Manziel and Mike Evans. And so it's not as if, like, those six yeah, players, that's true. they were, like, hand-picked players, the godlike players that were picked there. Yeah, you so know what? Let's under- turn this up, String. Both of them have really been <laughs> shitty. I'm telling you, man, like, uh, again, this is, me, this is me flying to Ohio State and then going three and nine next year. Maybe it's yeah. me. It might just be me. But, like, I mean, so you see that, I mean, I don't blame Stuart Mandel for shitting on A&M because there's lots of reasons to shit on A&M. And, hey, if you want to shit on A&M for development purposes, go for it. That's just if you're gonna shit on A and M, there's better ways to do it than that. I could. Yeah, a that's bit. a bit disingenuous. I agree. I could give you, you a look. Like, come on, man. Come on, man. Like, if you want to give give credit to give credit to to Mike Sherman for signing the 2010 offensive line class that had three right. first round tackles in it, man. Like, that's just crazy. That's insane. That, that is crazy. So there's there are development well, issues at Texas A and M, which some people on this pod can relate to, given the fact that they got their first. Round offensive player. I mean, I'm sure that Sark has taken all the credit in the world for Bijan's development. If we're going to go with that, he stuff. should. He should because yeah, Herman so. didn't use him because he's a swaggerless coward. Mm-hmm. Well, Talk about you know, it. And, and hey, again, 12 carries for 29 yards against TCU. I guess that's used to. But anyway, that's besides the okay. point. Um, but that I, there's lots of reasons to shit on AM. That's Bars. a disingenuous stat. Disingenuous stat. Notre Dame wants 75 million dollars a year in their new TV contract. Uh, NBC oh, wants to keep them, but also wants to be involved in the NBA. So they're kind of trying to figure out whether they're going to give Notre Dame exorbitant amounts of money or also get some NBA coverage. Uh, they're also trying to keep their NASCAR deal. So uh, the question is, what's going to happen with the NBC and Notre Dame contract negotiation? I think Notre Dame has two more years left under the current NBC deal. So that's something. Isn't that insane? Watch. That's so much money. Every million dollars I've ever watched has been like, against my will. Like the SEC is cooking when it comes to like media revenue, and that like almost doubles up per school. That's crazy, and it's a swaggerless broadcast. And I'm putting that it on is. Notre Dame and NBC. Like it's the really whole clear. thing is boring. It's super bro. clear. Oh, it's super clear. It's the clearest. The cameras broadcast. are great, but everything yeah, yeah. else cameras about it is ass. Yeah, yeah everything else about the, it is ass. It's kind of like when they you're watching a late night flick. And like it's really clear and it's good, but it's still like you know it's missing something. Like it's missing that good dialogue, you know. It's either it's either it's got to be crystal clear and you got some good dialogue, or either it's grainy. If it's grainy, hey, I want yeah, my, I'm gonna make sure I, I'm I want make my, sure I send this hey, episode to Mrs. Blah. Right, this I'm gonna just I want my video looking like oh one Miami and Ohio State, brother. <laughs> oh shit, Uncle That's Luke in the background won, throwing ad libs. We haven't won the no championships in, in, in 4K. <laughs> <laughs> Um, also, Michigan is currently scheduled to play 18 consecutive non-conference games in Ann Arbor between so 2018 crazy. and 2025. Their formula works. They, they get it. 
They right. realize how like inflated the value of a Big Ten championship is, so they don't have to try hard out of conference. Or the just winning a game. Like it doesn't it doesn't matter. Like if you're a big yeah. name team like that, it does not hurt you at all. Like you're not punished at all when it comes to just beating up like an FCS team. Like it doesn't matter. It's nasty. How many more tries does Jim get Harbaugh? How many more years does he get? Well, he, well they went to the playoffs, so yeah, I mean, he's, that probably got him a 10-year yeah, They beat Ohio State two years. years in a row. He's got a few more years, yeah. So you think they're completely happy with him? They think they, he can get him across the finish line here? I bet. Yeah, they, yeah they, I think oh, so. I bet they think that. Now, I don't think that, but okay. I'm sure they think okay. that. As long as we're on the same page here. After uh, his re- recent data points and his recent conversations oh, in regards go. to grass, I, I believe in him. <laughs> Let him cook. Hey, he was cooking, brother. <laughs> The last time Michigan went out of, out of conference uh, for a non-conference game was uh, – oh, sorry, went on the road for a non-conference game was in 2018 when they played at Notre Dame. And then the next time they are scheduled right now to play an out-of-conference game away from home is 2025 in Oklahoma. And by 2025, Oklahoma is probably going to be coming off of like a three- or four-win season. So that <laughs> hardly counts. Hardly, hardly counts. That's true. We can only get um, that one. Texas and Michigan have agreed on a location switch for the original contract of our home and home. So uh, we flip basically. And so they're going to uh, come to Texas in 2020. Oh, sorry. Mission is going to host Texas in 2024. And they're coming to Texas in 2027. If they want to, they're going to have to play some real nigga football. That's two losses for Michigan. <laughs> uh, we about to be on that ass because that, that Michigan offense is not going to work against us, brother. I can tell you that right now. Teed, you know, we got a yeah, factory football Auburn over brother. Coming up too. Oh, I see it now. I see the angle. I see the angle that Com is coming for now. Mm-hmm. He's trying to get Sark up out the paint so he can go play Michigan at Texas in twenty four or twenty seven. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Baylor and Auburn That's really how... play at home and home or y'all just playing? I think so. No, we really are. We... Yeah, twenty four and twenty five. Like yeah, next year. Yep, Wait, we're going who, to Waco. Auburn? Auburn and Baylor and Auburn. Oh, we got to go to this game. Ah, this is, this is, this is <laughs> yeah. This we is, may have to run up a tab on go. this one. I want to go to media Auburn. Company purchases us. You got to let us expense that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure we're in Waco in 24, and then at Auburn in 25. Well, that is going to well, be the widest tailgate to ever happen. The game in Waco probably going to be on like uh, like the UPN network, so we can't. We we should probably go to that one so that we could actually no, watch brother, it. We're it's probably going You guys created us. Now we're the second coolest conference. You're going to have to watch <laughs> us win in 4K, brother. This is your fault. <laughs> uh. Uh, Texas is now traveling to Alabama, Michigan, and Ohio State in three consecutive seasons. That's how real, real nigga schedule. Not to mention the fact that we're going to the SEC in the middle of this move. That's how what's you crazy schedule. though. You what's crazy road, though? You prove yourself. They're ducking somebody because they didn't want to go on the road twice, mm-hmm. which is why they did the schedule flip. Uh-huh. And you know it's crazy. It's about to get a lot easier to make this playoff, and it's about to get a lot harder for y'all to make the playoff. So not really, brother. We're loaded. And also, best roster uh, in football. When BYU beats Baylor days. every year, it's gonna be hard for Baylor to get to the playoff too. Hey, when only BYU one of us has seen a win against BYU, brother. I'm one and one. <laughs> There's so many I'm little sorry. stupid, obscure stats that people probably know that just get repeated every single episode. I, have, I am a grown man, and I have never soaked, so I have beaten Baylor. I mean BYU hey. several times. I've actually hey. had the whole thrust in motion, brother. So. You why you can suck that. That's the no, second horny thing that you said nothing. on this podcast. That's the yeah. third horny thing. It's the third. That's the second on this recording. Slender you at the dark. <laughs> the last thing I got is Haley Van Lith. We talked about her. She actually transferred to LSU. We thought she might be 
forming a white superpower at Iowa uh, with Caitlin Clark. But she I always, I always said that that was never going to happen. Pablo There's no way Haley was never going to Iowa. It was always yeah. going to be Ella. She's she was the in heel. Iowa. Yeah, like she's, she's the heel. Full she's heel going to Iowa. For sure. That's pretty much all I had, y'all. <laughs> Nothing too important. Uh, let me see. Uh, let's let see. We can let's let's touch on NBA stuff to close it out. We might as well while we're here. Well, hey, brother, Chris well, Paul got in the worst outfit I've ever seen in my life. This man just walked <laughs> on my screen, bro. This man uh, looks, yeah, like looks like nineteen ninety five Mace. What is this? Yeah, he did. Y'all see any? Uh, did y'all see any softball games this weekend? No, absolutely no. not. Y'all didn't watch any softball. I saw uh, Auburn, I was... and they closed out. Uh, and they got the three seed in the SEC tournament. That's all I saw. Yeah. So yes, I, I Baylor, did watch. Baylor was hosting this weekend. Baylor was in Waco this weekend. I think they had a, like a home conference matchup. Auburn, Auburn beat LSU number one in baseball. Dang, a top five win. That's crazy. ain't that something? Uh, and they back to back series, back to back weekends. Beat number three crazy. South Carolina and the number one LSU series. Now let them get hot. Not, not, easy, not easy to get top five wins. Do you know Baylor softball all. hosted hosted Texas this weekend, Pablo? I did Swept not know him. that. What happened oh, there? Broke out the Damn. Broke out the brooms in Waco. Got him. Can you believe it? Can you believe it, brother? That's uh, crazy. I, I can't believe it. I personally can't believe it. But uh, what three about three? What about baby baby John Moran Jr. <laughs> what? <Who's that? laughs> Mikey Williams oh, Mikey at Williams? Memphis. Oh. <laughs> the Memphis guy. Now that's crazy. We have Mikey Williams, who's a five-star recruit that went to Memphis. The top player for their from the class from Memphis got arrested on five felony gun charges in San Diego. Five felony gun charges. Hardaway doing? What exactly oh, is Penny doing? It is not going well for club. him. <laughs> it's not going well for him at Memphis between Wiseman injuries and dudes getting in trouble with the law. Michael Williams is supposed to be him. And now who knows what his career is going to look like if he's ever going to be able to play. Basketball at a high level again. We don't know what his future looks like. Obviously. They have basketball in jail. Yeah, that's crazy. I see people in jail on TikTok. Um, jail isn't what they made it. Yeah. What it used you to be. You know where you don't see them on ESPN. You don't see them uh, hooping on ESPN. You know, nope. see them. Uh, <gasps> speaking that's of five star basketball players, that is a good idea. Like a jail basketball league. This broadcast, just jail sports, like jail workouts, jail cooking shows. People already talk about how nasty college basketball is. You know how nasty jail ball is. The, the, the final score is going to be like brother? seven to six. Hey, nobody's scoring in jail. You don't I, know that. They could be absolutely no hooping uh, in jail. No, we could make an all jail team. Oh that yeah, would, that would probably win a title. <laughs> they For have sure. everything in jail. You got a little bit. You got readers in jail. You Freedom. got cooks. You got rice. Salt orange is the new black. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm separating myself from all of this one. Change. <laughs> Ryan Clark said that LSU recruited Vince Young to play wide receiver. So it's not just Texas and Mac Brown that were recruiting uh, talented players at the wrong positions. It was also on the wrong side of the ball, bro. That that I mean, is crazy. We tried to put Robert RG three at safety. So yeah, know, like, and it got Mac Brown fired. He you know what? Job. Now that As you bring that up, now that you bring that up, Tej. So LSU was recruiting Vince, who turned out to be one of the best college football quarterbacks of all time. Who was coaching at LSU during those years? Let's see. Uh, damn, Nick that's crazy. Oh, was, Nick Saban, taint that legacy, bros. Taint the legacy. Take the legacy. Uh, we need to have an honest conversation. You recruited. He we recruited, do. What, we need to have a real Hebrew honest conversation. Quarterback. So, yeah, another miss. 
He needs a thirty. That's the one that needs to be the wide receiver. He needs to be a that would have been smart if Alabama told him you're not playing quarterback here, which is probably what's going to happen anyway. That's what needs to happen. Yeah, I think it's time to ask the question on the front end and the back end. We've got the bookends now. Is Nick Saban even a good talent evaluator? <laughs> Did you see him at the Dolphins? People right? like to like, exclude right? him. Right? Good point. Yeah. Uh-huh. When you got to run the whole thing, boy, it gets nasty. Yep. Saban was a yep. flash in the pan. <laughs> That's what I'm that saying. That dynasty is over. Texas is in politics. Dynasty is over. I bet we can tell the story of this generation without him if you give me a hundred bucks. Texas is putting Saban through a table, and that will be the end of his chapter. Just like the Warriors went outside last night, they down three one. The end of their mm. dynasty is going to come. It. The end of the Bama dynasty is happening in Tuscaloosa in week two. Texas is putting them through a table. I cannot wait. I can't wait. And like, if you guys lose, you've gone zero and two against way worse teams than Bama. Like it does. Please stop worse, this. So. We're not losing. Yeah, losing to Bama's um, fine. What do y'all think about in North Carolina? They're about to start a program where high school kids can get NIL deals. That's crazy. That is crazy. Good. I mean, well, I love it. Told me nothing. You couldn't tell me nothing in high school if I had an NIL deal. Well, I'd have been going crazy. You right? can monetize anything in high school now. Way before yeah. high school. Right? I was in a really small town. Granted, they still love football, but like, I can't imagine what the NIL deal would have even right. been. Like, I'm going to Bilo or something or. We no, had a good biscuit place. <laughs> yeah, all the local to, restaurants I, I could have ate for free forever. Chicken. We have some a place called chicken, the Biscuit dude, Barn, brother. It's elite. <laughs> the Biscuit Barn. Dude, if they <laughs> needed the JV twelfth so man careful, off the bench TG, for soccer, go. I would have been in there. You'd have been in there. One yeah. box of chicken a week, easy. Absolutely. Uh, I think the Biscuit Barn should sponsor this podcast. That sounds like brand, right? Brand energy, right? Yeah, potential sponsors. DM. They don't deal with our kind. Can I tell you something about the Biscuit Barn? We'll send Pablo. It's fine. What do you mean, our kind? <laughs> yeah. You people. They may, let's all, let's they may not sure remember I played football. Page. It's been a while since I've been in my hometown. <laughs> Can I tell you about this? I used to go there all the time. And, like, they used to have, like, cooking oil and bleach container. Like, I'm sure they were washed out and clean. But it was just like they were reusing, like, random mm-hmm. containers to hold stuff in. So I, I don't know if the that. health department was really checking on that place. but I mean, you ain't going to get sick eating it. That's why I tell people all the time. Well, right? Food safety. My wife told me I needed to put gloves on when I was smoking ribs. I said in my own fucking house. (laughs) (laughs) In my own fucking house. Yeah, I don't wear gloves around this house. Any kind of thing. I'm a man. You got any dating advice for any of our oh, any job, of our bro. listeners? <laughs> Who don't do a hundred dollar or two hundred dollar meal? That's my first advice. Uh, we need oh. to take we need to draw a line in the scene of this podcast. I say one fifty for a date. Uh-huh. I ain't got it. Yeah, I think I've only been on one date ever that was over one fifty. Imagine if you took a girl to a college football game. Well, no, it's been a couple. It's been a couple. I'm telling you that right. Oh, now. you ain't got to worry about that, Tish. I hear that what's going on outside you your apartment. You spent 150 dollars just going from one place to another before you even get in there. Sounds like <laughs> sounds like Tuscaloosa outside your apartment every other episode. I ain't coming out there. Tuscaloosa. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we do play. We do play Cal uh, this year too, though. So we're coming to Cal. So I'm gonna try to come to that trip. Cal's not an easy place to be. We gotta stop pretending they're serious. That's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. Cal's not a serious program. The band's fire, but 
Losing to those nerds is not fun. So don't. Hey, listen. brother. Everybody out there ain't ner- nerds now. I told y'all we played them. In Evan, Kendrick is there any other Power hell. Five teams that Cal's happened to beat in the recent years? Uh, let me think. You can't. You can't toss a match. I just said that we lost. I literally just said that. Well, no, and that's what just going to hit I different. Don't think, I don't think I they're there. a serious program. Oh, you were there. Yeah, I was there. The nerds. Oh, you were at the game. Jokes about us. Oh, that's right. I was at every game that we lose. Yeah, I remember you telling me that. That's not true, but I will be. Tease, you definitely coming to Auburn first time y'all come to y'all for, first time y'all come to town. Y'all lost forty three to fifty. Ain't that crazy? It Look was at the nastiest stats, game boy. of all time, brother. The def- nobody's defense was playing any defense. It was nasty. You let Shane Bouchelle throw thirty three passes. Yes, that was about thirty two too many. I'm not gonna lie. When one of the first games he played and he he was slinging that bitch, I was like, "Hey, this kid's got it." Notre Dame. <laughs> Yeah, was it Notre Dame game? He did have it. Man, he was cooking that game. Well, no, we lost at Notre Dame. Oh, well, well, Notre Dame at at Texas, yeah. But I thought Swoops was – no, that was Swoops. He threw six But the first one, he actually played good. The the offense wasn't the issue. Boy, I was at that game at Notre Dame too, boy. That was nasty. I think this will be – I think this is a healthy exercise, maybe even a final exercise. Uh, all of our teams are probably going to win their conference this year. I think we can all agree. If they don't, though, wait, we can't agree. That. You're Baylor's in the same in conference, conference as us. No, that's what I'm saying. Also, I think we all should. Ha- we all should have to say one thing that we think is going to keep our team from winning the conference. But you got to be honest. We're going twelve. Right. Okay, honest. so Teach has been honest. He doesn't think they're going to lose any games. Pablo, what you got? Uh, a bit unorthodox. The one thing that will keep us from winning is. Our our division, at least, is Georgia. No, so like Georgia is not in our division, but having that be our cross division game, we basically start o one compared to everybody in in yeah, the division. People, you have to win so many hard games to make the playoffs this year. Who has it harder than you? Nobody, probably. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. This schedule, there's probably a team or two out there with a harder schedule. Yeah. Hey, brother, I don't know if you know this. Just because our non-conference, our non-conference isn't too crazy this year since we do go to Cal and not like Mm. having to play Clemson or Penn State or Oregon or somebody like we have the last several years. We got to play the mighty Oklahoma Uh, Sooners. Sooners fans have told me they're going to Yeah, ain't got to do that. We got to play them. I don't have to play. We're not playing Oklahoma this year. So they're going out of the Big 12 on an. Y'all don't have to play Oklahoma? Baylor. Or Oklahoma State this year. We don't have either. Oh, because of the new teams coming in. Yeah. yeah. So Oklahoma's going out on a two game streak. So you don't, you, y'all don't play. Y'all don't play either Oklahoma around. school. Nope. That's wild. I don't think so, at least. Yeah, that's crazy. Damn, that's crazy. So Oklahoma fans I love have to sit Baylor on that. They are yeah, Baylor, Oklahoma has some good longest. games. Yeah, because we're better than them at football. If you let us, if you let us cook, and if we let ourselves cook. You just factor for all the variables and just yeah, let dude. Baylor be good, right? If you just let us be our very best ever, we got to We got to <laughs> We can beat him. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's right. They don't. So they're Oklahoma on their longest know. losing streak ever to Baylor, can, and they got to take that. Can I tell you, L. Oklahoma's out of conference schedule. Mind you, remember that their rival is literally going to Alabama. They play Texas All State at home, SMU at home, and then they travel. About forty-five miles down the road from Tulsa at Tulsa. That's the auto-conference schedule. Well, let's see. Let's see how that AAC holds up. After all, <laughs> we'll 
be rooting for you, Tulsa. Trust me. I will definitely be rooting for you. They're playing at Tulsa? Me too, man. They're playing at Tulsa. Wow. They should have lost a couple games to Tulsa these last few years. I've been watching. They Oklahoma, I think they will admit that they typically do look pretty stinky on the front end. Most Was it Tulsa? Do, also I do. think Tulsa had Ole Miss in hell for a little bit this past season, too. SMU might cook Oklahoma, bro. Remember when SMU's, Oklahoma – SMU might cook them. Tanner Mordecai went oh. to like – Speaking of Tanner speaking Mordecai of like NIL and portal and shit, like they're throwing some money around at SMU. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there, if I told if I told you that in the past is. there's been a time where SMU was throwing around a lot of money as well, would you would you believe me? Yeah, right? they just off the old files. It's just crazy <laughs> for a team like that to be poaching to be poaching like power five starters. Like that's wild. On good teams. But yeah, shit, they play for the them. AAC, dude. That's a big deal, apparently. Block, can you sign us off without making a horny comment? Without making a horny comment? Yes. I've never said anything horny in my life. But <laughs> after this podcast, if you want to go back and don't 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 sort by the normal categories you do. You know? Oh my god. <laughs> Look and see if you can sort by age, like year, and start from he looks Older, at 06 newer. every year, brother. He filters right to that 2006-ass. <laughs> Evan, I'm going to be real with you. That's Don't go HD, past the brother. first week. That's HD, Evan. Er, no, I'm talking early 2006. Evan, well, what I'm telling you is go find the good flicks in like 480p. You want to kind of... No, don't do that. You My, wanna, I don't carry that channel anymore, brother. I don't have Longhorn Network anymore. Like you go to watch the Texas National Championship game and it's got the black bars <laughs> on the sides. <laughs> it doesn't it don't even At, fill up the HD bro, full screen. If all of your best games are in four three, you cannot do brother, this. Brother, we beat Georgia, the Georgia, in four K. I was there in person, Look, brother. We, we and I will admit, you Y'all and started it. best season in the last decade both include not a conference championship. We can all agree on that. That's yeah, we, can. we won the SEC. TCU didn't win any conference. That's different. T- now, I will different. give that. It, well, technically, they won the Big Ten, but we thank did you for checking in to Slender agree You on this. And thank you for listening to our last episode, our most recent episode. Evan is lying, no matter what he's saying. Um, <laughs> like, rate, subscribe, and like that. We're- Love y'all. And oh, give yeah, us and share. some money. And make sure you're <laughs> watching the good stuff with this granny, brother.